So, the obvious question. Werewolves or vampires? I'm always on Team Werewolf. There's something unappealing about vampires. It's like the blood drinking and the fact that they're cold Cold and and can't go out in the sun. And I'm like, you know, werewolves, as long as they're not, like, evil werewolves, they're just, like, you know, like like dogs. Yeah. Same. Agreed. I would rather frolic through the forest than angst around in my cold, gleaming house. Well, it's Edward. He thinks you're dead. What? He's going to the Volturi. He wants to die, too. He left you, Bella. He didn't want you anymore. I have to go. He's gonna make a scene. The Volturi will kill him if he reveals himself in the sunlight. No, Edward, don't! I'm scared. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is More is More, the bad movie podcast. Where today we're talking about New Moon, the second Twilight movie. Starring all the same people as the first one. Yes. Literally well, no new with, characters. Well, Oh, sorry. Michael Sheen's in this one. And Elle Fanning. Yeah, Elle Fanning. And some other jerks. Also, New Moon is No Moon. Yeah. Well, that was made abundantly clear by the opening graphic. Yes, a moon disappearing, uh, slowly disappearing. Edward was her moon, and now he's gone. Spoiler alert. Um, which is really dumb. But anyway, especially when she calls Taylor Lautner her son later on. Yeah, I'm oh, like, why wouldn't subtle. you want a son rather than a moon? A moon is so lame compared to a son. I'm sorry, and doesn't I'm, give you anything, right? And I was never like one of those people that's like team edward or team jacob or whatever until watching this movie and i was like no 100 percent solidly team jacob yes because guess what jacob also might be a little bit codependent but he's not like edward he's so normal compared to edward i know edward he's is, just a normal teenage boy like yeah you grow out of that Edward is a walking red flag. <laughs> no, especially the stuff that happens in this movie. Yeah. And Bella's got issues, man. She needs some therapy. She's solidly in that abuse cycle. Yeah, it was nuts. The stuff, the way she reacts to things in this movie is nuts. And you, the same could be said of all five movies. <laughs> yeah. It was very troubling to watch. It was. Yet more troubling is the fact that she again starts with a toneless <laughs> quotation. These violent delights have violent ends and in their triumph die like fire and powder, which as they kiss, consume. Retroactively, that belongs to Westworld. Pick a new quote, edit your movie. <laughs> but this is from Romeo and Juliet. We are also get a flash. <laughs> uh, they, I guess, I, I don't know why they did this. I don't know why they did this. They didn't have to do this for their movie. They do one of those flash forward, flash back things. So we see Bella running through a bunch of red robe tourists in Italy. The clock strikes 12. She's freaking out. And then we're back in the field. And this was also what she did, or what they did in the first movie. Yes. Where it's like the, I died. Like, there's nothing, wait... I guess this would be a good way to die, dying for yeah. the person that I love. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why they did that, because we're already in the movie. You don't have to hook us. 
Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, especially this is already the fans. Like, they don't care. They already know what's happening. They've read the books a million times. Because it's like, how did they get here? And it's like, well, (laughs) you could do that with anything, though. It's like, how did they get here? It's the whole point of the story. Yeah. I would love to see that version of it where she's racing through tourists. Freeze frame. You may be looking at me and wondering, how did I get here? (laughs) Okay, so we're back in the field. The make-out Mormon sex scene field. From the first movie, and she sees her grandmother across the field, and she waves at her, her grandmother waves back, Edward enters, and she's like, no, Edward, she'll see you, but he's fine with it, and they walk Cause up. Because he's, he's, like, shirtless he's and sparkly, sparkly, so. Yeah. I don't think he's shirtless yet. Well, whatever. D- very sparkly. so much Oh, no, he was this wearing movie. this weird-looking jacket that he I didn't like He always is wearing, much. like, weird clothes. I think they want to make him stick out against the greenery and nature. And probably look a little more old-fashioned. But yes. I didn't care for it. No, it never looks good. It never works. Um, basically, they walk across the field together, and she realizes she's seeing a mirror. This is what it's going to be like when she's super old and Edward still looks the same. So she wakes up. She's asleep with a copy of Romeo and Juliet on her bed. So subtle. I know. It's her birthday. And her dad gives her a new camera. And her mom gave her an empty photo album, which is a terrible gift. But she's like, I thought we agreed on no gifts. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Because Bella Swan hates fun. Yeah, she does, though. She's Everything 18. Fun. Don't give me any gifts for my 18th birthday. I'm too old for that. She's, I'm like, lame. she's decided now that she's too old in general. Yeah. She doesn't want to be a year older than Edward, even though, guess what, Bella? Teenagers all look the same. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, it's your 30s before you're like, I don't want any, don't give me anything. Yeah, and guess what? I will never say that. (laughs) She freaks out when he teases her about a gray hair. And I guess it's because she doesn't want to look, I thought that was really stupid. Maybe it's because I've had gray hair since college, but I thought that was really dumb. And then I was like, oh, right, she doesn't want to look older than Edward. But it's also dumb because, like, you're 18. Like, (laughs) I know. (laughs) Really? You think you're going to have gray hair? You're fine. In not exposition, while she's driving to school, the radio says something about yet another hiker getting killed or missing or eaten or something. Bella looks a lot better in this movie. She's not as pale, and she looks more normal, and she doesn't make as many weird, like, twitching, blinking faces. She didn't, but her delivery was still terrible, so I didn't really notice. Yeah, not, it's still not good. Yeah. She's upset any time that she's reminded um, that she's aging. And people keep making these dumb jokes about, like, you're so old. You're, uh, like, yeah. what are you, 40? Like, internally. That, uh, all these things. Where I'm like, oh, my god, That bugs me literally any time, though. I mean, people being like, 30, you're so old. And I'm like, really? Just calm down. Well, um, I just, it's like these dumb jokes that people don't really make for 18-year-olds. It's just like no, they don't. them trying to... No, they don't. They're like... Make oh, Bella the, freak the out. The jokes are, okay, you can go to a strip club and get cigarettes now yeah. and vote. So Edward, in the parking lot, reminds her that she's not older than him. He's 109. Which should freak her out for a completely different reason. I know. Uh, what kind of weirdo Arrested Development person is this who's like but i'm into 17 year olds because they aren't terrible Bella swan embodies all the worst aspects of 17 she totally does she jokes that it's gross that they're dating then because he's so much older but really it is i know bella listen to yourself and get out of this relationship yeah it's not a joke jacob pops up in the parking lot 
to give Bella the lamest gift in the world, a very tiny dream catcher. <laughs> and no, but I feel like you don't understand. It's because he's Native American. I do understand that, which is why it's even weirder <laughs> that he said, I saw this the other day and thought of you. So if those are just lying around everywhere, why would seeing one all of a sudden make him... Like, was he in the res gift shop? I don't understand. I saw this the other day and thought of my one white friend. Yeah, that makes no sense Who's never told me about the nightmares that she might, may or may not have. Yeah. Edward's like, how come he gets to give you a gift and I don't? And she says, I have nothing to give back to you, which is not how birthday presents work. <laughs> Also, I'm just like, I can't believe Edward didn't give her a gift anyway. Like, that's weird. It, it doesn't. He is the type of person. Because he's everyone's dream boyfriend, right? And your dream boyfriend gets you something amazing even when you didn't ask for something. He's a dream boyfriend who doesn't communicate with you or listen to you when you say things. So, yeah, he absolutely <laughs> would have done that anyway. Like, he's everyone's dream abusive boyfriend. Well, it's the thing of like, oh, but I bought you this car or something. Like, some insanely expensive nice gift. He would absolutely do that. Nice gift. Which in real life, by the way, if that happens and you're just dating for like two weeks, run. But I think they've been dating all summer. I don't care. <laughs> he says that you give me everything just by breathing. So red flag number 5012. <laughs> it's the least healthy thing I've ever heard because it's not hyperbole. Yeah. When he says it. It's so upsetting. Alice gives her a dress to wear to their house later, and Jasper still looks terrible, but somehow <laughs> creepier because he's sitting there. We're introduced for the first time to Jasper's special powers, which are apparently <laughs> like mood mood influence. Yeah. So he stands there looking super creepy, but then starts smiling, and it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my I life. I know, because it was to like make Bella feel happier about going to a birthday party at the Collins, because yeah. she's the worst and hates fun again, so she didn't want to go to a birthday party, throw she, in her And honor. she didn't want like a pretty dress. Yeah. So, yeah. And Bella's like, no fair on the mood control, Jasper. And I was like, did you want to shout that louder in your high school? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Somebody that can control your mood like that. Like That's scary. I know, it's not like Jasper, no fair. <laughs> I know. It's Stop like Stop making me feel things that I don't want to feel. <laughs> I know. It's really like Jasper, that's a huge invasion of privacy. <laughs> yeah. In class together, they're watching a black and white Romeo and Juliet. Somehow several high schoolers are crying over it. <laughs> During the movie, Edward says that suicide is really hard for vampires because they're so hard to kill. But he made a plan in case Bella didn't survive. He was going to kill himself, which is the worst thing in the world. Why would you tell someone that? I don't know. And I would be so upset if I was somebody hearing this. Like, I know. no, if I die, you need to just deal with it. Yeah. It's not sweet. It's very upsetting. Like, you need your own hobbies. Edward, I'm sending you to the community college tomorrow. You're going to start taking a class. Get some interest. <laughs> I know. No, it is It is a really awful thing to tell someone. Because talk about, like, the maximum guilt trip possible. Like, if you die, I'm going to kill myself. Like, it is. That's people terrible. People who bring up, loved ones who bring up suicide in reference to something that happens to you or that you do are manipulating you. And, and well, and in this case, he wasn't really manipulating her, mostly because no, she's not threatening anything. But it is just, it's, like, weird. And it's now giving Bella this, like, incredible responsibility for yeah. Edward, which is uh, so weird. And 
I also don't like this out that vampires have a really hard time killing themselves. And I'm like, whatever, man. There has to be a way for... Like, you can kill other vampires, but you can't somehow kill yourself if you're determined enough. Like, make your own guillotine. Yeah, seriously. Also, well, yeah, no, no kidding. Um, also, it's it seems pretty easy. Just go pick a fight with a bunch of people. Go pick a fight with other vampires that don't like you. That's easy. Right. And then don't fight back. It's, yeah. It's so easy. Which is basically what he said they he would have to do. He's Which plan, was not at all foreshadowing. No, right? Gosh. His plan was to go to Italy and provoke the Volturi. They are a very old, powerful family that basically runs the vampire world. These are the Anne Rice vampires that get introduced to the <laughs> Yeah, Twilight. they like, totally are. There is no way that she did not think of this after reading Interview with a Vampire. I have to wonder if she's ever read that, though, because if she's that religious, I don't know if she would have read those books. These Italian, these old school Italian vampires, though, that is literally ripped from <laughs> Interview with a Vampire. There's no way that it did not come from that. It is so... Exactly the same. Well, I'm sure she at least saw the movie. Like, I was shocked that Antonio Banderas didn't show up and in was, the middle of this. And I was sad that he didn't show up. <laughs> it would have made the movie better. Yeah. Although Michael Sheen's pretty good, too. Uh, they have no respect for human life, but love arts, science, and their law. The main law is that vampires remain secret and don't kill conspicuously. Carlisle spent a few decades with them. A long time ago. And because so, he's playing Brad Pitt. <laughs> he does. So. Yeah, exactly. And Edward says the only thing that can hurt him is her. So the Cullens later that like, night. Is this every conversation you have? Because yeah, I would kill myself. Every single conversation. This is the most boring relationship of all time. Like, it's nothing <laughs> but guilt and angst. And I would be like, buddy, like we need to watch like Netflix or something because there has I to be know. something else we can talk about. That's why this movie was so boring, though, because it was entirely about their feelings and relationship. And that's all their relationship is. They don't do things. They don't have fun. It's just horrible. Yeah. So. Later that night, the Cullens are all excited about the party, except Rosalie, because she's still the worst. <laughs> Nobody hates fun more than Bella, except for Rosalie. So, Rosalie is the vampire that I relate to most in this movie, though. So, <laughs> sitting in the so corner. don't badmouth Rosalie too much. Like, if I was in this movie, I would be Rosalie. Because you don't look good as a blonde? <laughs> I, I don't look good as a blonde. Oh, but... shots fired. Yeah. Bella is unwrapping presents and cuts her finger on gift wrapping. Because she's so clumsy. I know. Jasper freaks out because he, again, is the newest quote-unquote vegetarian. I'm sorry. If you know you have control issues around human blood, why would you not make sure that you were well-fed before this party? Or have people, you know, what? what is it with, you know, you know that Bella could bleed. And he's actually been around her bleeding before. He was in the yeah. at the end of the last movie. Mm-hmm. So you should have something in place where it's like, hey, if something happens... Um, Emmett, the biggest, strongest one, jump in there. Yeah. Uh, Edward pushes Bella back, but he's super strong, so she flies into a wall and ends up with glass in her arm and bleeding a bunch. Which did not help the situation. Right, exactly. And Edward and everybody has to restrain Jasper. Carlisle is patching her up in his office, and he talks about the belief that he he also believes that he's damned, I think. Which is great, because he converted everyone else in his family. Well, he so only... So he damned 
all of, well, no, that's true. There's a few people that joined them. But I'm like, you damned Edward. You damned your wife. You damned. Right. And like, he, he can say, like, well, but this was, like, people who they were going to die anyway, had no other choice. Like, Edward's mom asked him to do it. But that doesn't matter. If you think that you're actually damned, you wouldn't want to do that to anybody. Right, because if the option is heaven forever or this awful life on earth forever, why would you do that to someone. It's so hypocritical, and I really hate it. And I feel like what they're trying to do is justify that this is where Edward got the idea from. But all they're doing is make Carlisle look like a selfish jerk. Yeah, I know. Exactly. She realizes that that's why Edward won't change her, and it's weird that she hasn't realized that before. Because I feel like he talked about this in the last movie. Yeah, he did. So he, uh, Edward, drives her home and says that changing her is not a solution to keep her safe, but a tragedy. But it's literally the solution to keep her safe. Like, if you want her to stay alive, this is the only way to do that. So make up your mind, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Either it's so awful that she's going to die that you're going to kill yourself, or... (laughs) Exactly. So at home, Bella prints out photos and uh, proves that this movie's atmosphere is made solely of its soundtrack. Yes. That's they relied on it so much. There was so much soundtrack in this movie, too. Hey, they have to sell those. Okay? I know. That's a huge profit margin right there. Success. Edward's not at school the next day and is waiting for her when she gets back home. He says that they have to leave Forks, the Cullens, because Carlisle's supposed to be 10 years older than he looks and people are starting to notice. And she's like, okay, I'll think of something to tell Charlie. And he's like, no, we're going on. I couldn't believe this was her solution to that. I know. I'm she's like, like okay. oh, well, naturally, I'm going to go with you and your family and leave, like, without a high school degree. Yep. Without, not like, okay, she's so I guess we'll long distance date. Because I'm like, what? Edward can't hide out in the woods and you can just meet up with him every once in a while? They don't have to leave. He Impossible. doesn't have to go with his family. Impossible. So he says... No, she's, he's leaving without Bella, which is a crazy turnaround. I can't believe. So she just also just kind of accepts that. She's like, no, please don't do this. Please don't. And I'm like, why wouldn't you be like, what? All I know. I would have ever said is that you can't live without me. You <laughs> we're going to kill yourself if I wasn't around. How is this now your stance? Like, that's the question she should have asked. But instead, she's like, checks out. Got to beg him to stay. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of issues with this scene including like her instant like well i gotta figure out how to lie to my parents so that i can move with you yeah seriously what are you gonna tell charlie that's crazy that that isn't he isn't gonna be like uh no absolutely not so he says that she doesn't belong in his world and he doesn't want her to come and he says promise me you won't do anything reckless and i promise you you won't ever see me again it will be like i never existed for all at all why would he think that would be comforting to her? No, that's it's the like they worst don't thing know each could, other at all. Oh, no, that's the worst thing you could have said. She's like, if this is about my soul, then then I don't want it. Take it. And she, he's like, it's not about your soul. You're just not good for me. Which is true. And well, yeah, and and vice versa. And she's like, not good enough for you. And I was like, oh, girl, get some self esteem. <laughs> no, she has none. This movie proves that she has none. Even when it has been spelled out to her. That she is the center of his universe, then the only reason he's still alive right now, she's still like, oh, it's because he doesn't love me. I and know, I'm like, it's because I'm not can you good be enough. It will make though, you think this. Yeah, even though literally every boy who meets me loves me a lot. Oh, I'm so lame. Yeah. So she 
they're in the forest talking. Um, and he just leaves. And then Bella's like, wait, Edward. He goes to look for him and walks for hours into the forest. She's so dumb. <laughs> she must have been circling. And nobody, then she just, like, falls asleep in the middle of the forest. Yeah, nobody who lives that close to forests would do that. Even someone as stupid as her. Even somebody who's only been living there for a little while, you know, don't go into the forest. It's really easy to get lost. Well, she was just depressed, so she didn't care. Because now we get into, oh, gosh, this part of the movie was so obnoxious. Yeah, it, it, it was. While she's asleep, we see wolf eyes in the dark and a shirtless bod carrying Bella back to the house. It's a Native American that we don't know. But he has a very nice chest, so we don't really need to know anything else. As do they all in this movie. Yes. I was very happy with the amount of shirtless guy in this movie. Yeah, also, I could, like, I'll take that, and then I'll never please see Edward shirtless again. <laughs> no, it was he's, awful. He's he's fairly British. <laughs> And this, the super paleness is not helping that. No, it was so bad. No, I'll... Especially when you've been looking at, like, shirtless Taylor Lautner, and then you see shirtless Robert Pattinson, and you're like, oh, no, stab my eyes out. Give me Cedric Diggory or give me death. I (laughs) don't want Robert Pattinson any other way. Exactly. After that, she's back in her room, and she's, we see a bunch of 360 shots in, in succession of Bella in her room, sitting there super depressed with month markers going by. So she's, she sits there in her room for like three months just moping. She's writing a bunch of emails to Alice. That was also... But it's not Alice's real email, because apparently she doesn't, she doesn't have Alice's email address. No, so she, I'm like, where are you sending this? She sent, she chose an address to send them to, because later we see all of the returned, not a real address thing. Uh, yeah, like, this is bizarre. Like, just write a journal where you're writing to Alice, if this it's is helpful. the same Also, thing. if you're going to write to a make-believe someone, why wouldn't you write to Edward? Yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. And it was just a lazy device. Yeah. It was just so that so that they wouldn't have to have Bella doing anything, but we could still know what she was thinking. And we knew what she was thinking. She was in her room for three months, apparently. <laughs> like, we got it. And we've met Bella before. This is not our first rodeo. We already could guess yeah, exactly. what Bella was thinking. Yeah. And it was overreacting to the max with as much angst as possible. Uh, yeah, agreed. She also now has night terrors, I guess. This was very upsetting to me. Okay, so she's been having night terrors ever since Edward left. I have no idea what they're about. Weirdly, we don't get a glimpse of them. No, it was weird that they never, ever talked about what it was. But what's crazy is that it's not like she's seeing Edward leaving. Because you would think, like, oh, she's having nightmares about when Edward leaves. So she should be crying. But she's not. She's screaming. She's screaming. And this is lasting for for months along with severe depression and the only change has been that her boyfriend has left and her father apparently does nothing. Yeah, he finally does something which is to realize that he can't deal with this accurate and is like, hey, you're going to Jacksonville. You're going to live with your mom now. Which I think would make sense. This whole, like, okay, I don't know, like, what the deal is with you and this boy, but, like, I think you need a change of environment. That you also would make need, sense. You also need a bunch of child psychiatrists. Yes. And I mean, she needs therapy. Yeah. If someone all of a sudden has night terrors and like a bunch, like she needs therapy. I'm not kidding. And you know what? This is saying a lot. Because normally, out of everybody in this movie, I'm team mustache dad. 
know. But not right now, Charlie. I literally have a button that says Team <laughs> Mustache Dad. But she won't go. She's like, no, I don't want to leave. And he's like, they're not coming back. And she's like, I know, I know. But I'm going to go out tonight and have a... going to go shopping with Jessica. So she has to immediately call up Jessica and ask to go do something. They don't go shopping. They go see a zombie movie. I also like the idea that she couldn't just leave the house for a few hours and say that she'd gone shopping with Jessica. Nope. 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 Doesn't okay. work like that. But I have to say, Anna Kendrick was like a breath of fresh air in this movie. I know. I was like, can you please have a bigger role in this? Yeah. Uh, like any role other than this scene right now. And apparently she like improvised most of her lines. I'm like, you huh? can tell they were so much better than the rest of the script. Because it was just normal teenage girl yeah, stuff. They were. Like my favorite scene is... So as they're wandering around the streets, they see this like motorcycle gay. I don't know. It was just this group it's of just guys. It's a bunch of guys on bikes and they're catcalling trying yeah, to see if really they can get like any girls. Gay. But she flashes back to the last time when she got attacked by the gang in the last movie and Edward saved her. I think I know those guys. Well, they seem great. Can we go? That was like my favorite moment in the movie. Such a small moment, but it was so realistic. I'm like, this is what I would have said if, a, if yeah. th- this was me in this position with Bella Swan. Yeah. So I think I, I know those it. guys. Okay, condolences? Where did you <laughs> meet them? Yeah. So she starts to walk towards them and then sees this ghostly figure of Edward. Never explained. I guess it's her crazy brain just creating a thing of Edward. This was to tell her, like, to try to keep her safe, but instead backfires. Sorry, brain. In her mind, this is the only way she gets to see Edward, so she becomes an adrenaline junkie doing dangerous things so that Edward will show up and tell her to stop. Yeah, and I would love to know what the explanation is. Like, they never talked about it. Actually, be Edward, or was this actually hallucinations in her brain? Because I'm like, they're they're equally troubling. Agreed. At least if they're hallucinations of Edward, like, it at least kind of makes sense. I think they're hallucinations because Edward can't get into her brain regardless. Yeah. No, it's kind nobody of, I feel like can. it's kind of implied, though, that it's Edward. But, like... It seems like it. I don't know what's going on here, but it was weird. But they just needed this plot device. Yeah. Ugh, it was very troubling. Uh, yeah. So she keeps going and actually goes for a ride with one of them. So just so that she can see him. He says, you promised nothing reckless. She didn't. You just kept <laughs> talking. But, okay. <laughs> And she said, you promised it would be as if you never existed. So now she's an adrenaline junkie. But he also only promised it would be like he never existed if she didn't do anything reckless. So. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, she grabs some old motorcycles from the junk heap and goes to fix them up with Jacob. Because she wants to ride motorcycles now so she can see a ghost of her old boyfriend. Just in case you're wondering, according to this movie, motorcycles are, like, the most dangerous thing in the world. Yeah, exactly. Well, no. I could not believe the way they treated motorcycles. Like, motorcycles were ticking time bombs that were going to explode between your legs. Like, <laughs> they were so well, anti-motorcycle in this movie. To be fair, nobody wears a helmet <laughs> in the entire movie. But nobody is like, oh yeah, motorcycles, cool. Like, like, like Jacob when he sees that she's brought motorcycles to fix up is like, whoa, man, that's really dangerous. Are you sure? And I'm like, he's a teenage boy. There's I know. No way he'd be like, I don't know. Who's we could tr- get hurt. Who's trying to get with this girl? And then she brings over a, a long, close activity for them to do and fix them up. And he's like, 
Yeah. But it's because motorcycles are... They actually call them death machines. I know. In two, the movie. Two-wheeled death machines. <laughs> it's just... So Jacob's friends, Quill and Embry, come in and just razz Jacob. General horsing around, having yeah. a good time. Friend times, you know. Bella fits right in. Yeah. In her letters to... In her Dear Alice letters... She says Jacob makes her feel better, but even he can't keep the dreams away. And one night when she's screaming and wakes up, her dad comes in and basically tells her to date Jacob. <laughs> He's like, you said being with Jacob makes you feel better. Sometimes you got to learn to love what's good for you. And I was like, well, that's going to change your mind. My dad said so to an unhappy divorced man. Yeah, I know. That's who I want to take my romance advice from. Yeah, exactly. While Jacob and Bella finish the bikes, and while they're driving out to a place to learn, for Bella to learn how to ride them, they see Sam, who was the guy who found Bella in the woods, and his friends, which Jacob calls his cult, out cliff diving. He's like insanely anti-Sam. I would love to know what the buildup was to this. I think it was just that all of his friends were changing and disappearing. And... Oh, right, because Quill and Embry's with Sam now. Right. Okay. So they, you know, and all of them have short hair and every, all of them. And the, the tattoos. Yes, and the, the little tribal tattoos. And everybody that we saw in the res previously, they all had long hair. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Jacob said that Embry used to feel the same way about Sam, but then he missed, he got sick and missed a bunch of school and now he's out there with them and, you know, has, like, joined the cult. So. Can I just say, I this is not something that really comes up until later when we find out what the deal with Sam is. But it is insane that the rest of the tribe hasn't been told about this. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because a lot of the tribe actually already knows. Yeah. So the fact that some of the tribe just didn't get told. I'm like, you guys are in this together, guys. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you're, why would you not tell? Yeah, you're already living on a res. There's already, like, a real us-versus-them mentality and lifestyle. Right. This just kind of contributes to that. Also, I just want to say, Taylor Lautner, so good in this movie, especially compared to uh, Bella and Edward. Yeah, he actually was. He really sold the, you know, teen guy. Yeah, he's the most normal person in the movie. I mean, you know, like, the most normal of the three in the movie I felt like I could actually meet that guy on the street. And yeah. he was the most normal, likable character in the oh movie. Oh my gosh, completely. He was actually the one. So I know Edward is supposed to be like, oh, the dream guy. Everybody wishes they had had that or like did have that currently, which no, thank you. A thousand times no. But Jacob in this movie, I was like, yeah, I would have loved that in high school. Yeah. This guy's super nice. He's super normal. He just, he, you know, he like makes jokes great. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, th- that guy's He just, great. like, wants to spend time with you, like, in a normal way. Seriously, I would have, I mean, I'm not even talking about dating. Like, I would have just been friends with yeah, that guy. Yeah, no kidding. I would have been like, hey, let's just hang out. Like, we don't need to date. But, but then also he takes his shirt off, and you're like, yes, please. <laughs> no, and also I felt like Taylor Lautner, and I don't really know how they were directed or anything, but I'm just like, I feel like Taylor Lautner was the only one of the three actors that was trying. Yeah, I think so. so. Well, it was just so nice to see, and all of the ne- the movies after this, like, every time I just, Taylor Lautner's this, in a scene, the energy level goes way up, and I'm so happy. I know. Oh, can you imagine if he hadn't been in this movie? Oh, it would have been terrible. It would have been lifeless. But he, I think, I think also they, 
his direction was be normal and everybody else's was please be abnormal as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it The only really well. troubling part of his character is that he's attracted to Bella Swan. Which makes no no sense. I just want to be like, dude, this is an important lesson for your entire life. She is hung up on somebody else. <laughs> it's never going to happen. She is using you. And I'm not saying I wouldn't have done the same thing in her position as a high schooler, but she's using you. And it's And bad. she knows she's using him. And I'm just like, buddy, you can do better. Yeah, he can. I just want you to know, you can do better. <laughs> Seriously. So they're learning to ride the bike, and she sees Edward again. But she can't stop it, and she, she hits a rock and hits her head. And literally, she's not doing anything dangerous on the motorcycle. She's just riding she's a motorcycle, riding and this is too dangerous because motorcycles are the they're worst. dangerous, man. So Edward pops up. Yeah, exactly. But don't worry, she hits her head, and then Jacob gets his shirt off, so the movie's really going somewhere now. <laughs> I know, I love she's, like, bleeding from her head. So Jacob takes his shirt off, because this is the only way to clean this blood up. I was not complaining. <laughs> but he just kind of, like, presses it a little. He doesn't even clean all the blood off, right? So what he does is you he just can. kind of gently pats her head. And I'm like, buddy, if she's got a bleeding head wound, you're supposed to keep it. Like, the only reason I to know. do that is so that she can keep it pressed to her head. They always do that, though. They don't want to do that because then it messes up the painted on blood. And they can't show you actually wiping it off because they painted it on. Right. So that's why I'm like, all she had to do was to hold it to her head and press yeah. it, which is what you're supposed to do anyway. That's the only reason why you would need cloth against your wound. But, Rose, how is that sexy? <laughs> So he says, what are you staring at? And she says, you're sort of beautiful. So weird. I it's, really hated that line. It's really weird. Because um, it was also a weird description for him, I feel like. I, I don't know weird. that I would describe Nobody him would, as beautiful. No, because he just has, he has a face like, he has sort of a Selena Gomez type face. Mm-hmm. Where he just looks young. And he mm-hmm. just looks like a teenager. And he just looks like a kid. He's not beautiful. I mean, like, he's attractive, but he's not, like, beautiful. Like, I feel yeah. like beautiful would be, like, a pretty guy. Yeah, exactly. I'm at, sure it was a line from the book, though. So. <laughs> probably so. I think it was. So, at school, Angela said she saw something in the woods. Huge, black, on all fours, bigger than a person. These people spend so much time by themselves in the woods. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> it's what happens when you live in Forks, Washington. Bella says it's not just... Nobody believes her for some reason. Because Angela seems like a real yarn spinner. (laughs) So... Including her boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Who's... Yeah. I'm so glad one guy got over Bella. I know. Well, I'm pretty sure he'll be leaving Angela for a man soon enough. Uh, But Bella says it's not just her. Five hikers have been killed by a bear, but nobody can find the bear. She's finally rejoining her friends and trying to be a little bit more normal. So immediately, Mike asks Bella out incredibly awkwardly in front of all his friends. Who does that? Nobody asks somebody out when they're not sure about the answer in front of all their friends. I know. And she says she doesn't want to see a romantic movie. They should see Face Punch. An action movie. And I was like, don't try to go there, movie. You're not good enough. Don't try to make jokes like this. And then she makes it a group thing by inviting everyone at the table. And I was like, yeah, see, this is also what happens. Right. When you, you and she, he didn't plan this out well enough at all. So I guess he and Jessica are broken up. Um, Which is kind of sad. I know, right? Thought they could make it. 
But there's a flu going around, and it ends up just being Mike, Bella, and Jacob. Jacob wasn't there, so she (laughs) had to invite him later. Well, they're best friends now, so he's automatically invited to everything she does. Which I feel like would have also changed the date. Ask, the asking out situation, if you know. I know. Jacob's invited to everything I do. Yeah, exactly. Mike gets sick at the theater and throws up. While he's in the bathroom, Jacob tries to hold Bella's hand. And he was like, what, I can't hold your hand? And Like, this is just a thing friends do. Well, and Like, don't try and act like you don't know what this means. Well, she's like, no, you can, but I just think it would mean something different to you. And it would mean something different to everyone. Yeah, exactly. So Bella he, is not a hand holder. No. And he's like, well, I'm not going to give up. And she says, I don't want you to give up, but it's just because I don't want you to go anywhere. And that's really selfish, which is very true. So good for you for saying it. I know. He doesn't mind that, though. Jacob says that he would never do what Edward did and hurt her. He basically, Rick rolls Bella, just, like, goes through, like, never, I'm never going to give you up, never going to let you down. Also, what does he think Edward did to her? He Leave? says he knows what Edward did, but, I mean, everybody knows that Edward left. That's all he did. And somebody leaving isn't really doing something to you, especially because he still thinks that Edward is an 18-year-old boy whose family moved away. Like, know, what do you think left. that Edward was supposed to do? So yeah. it's weird that he's, like, blaming Edward for what he did to Bella, but as far as he knows, he didn't do anything other than what any 18-year-old boy would have done in his situation. Yeah. It's weird that he isn't thinking that she's the weird one <laughs> in know. this situation for not getting over this. Because it's been months. <laughs> yeah. Jacob gets extremely aggressive with Mike when he comes back from the bathroom. And Bella says that he's, Jacob is burning up. So he's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I have to go home. (laughs) And Bella hears from Jacob's dad later that Jacob has mono. And all of her calls are going unreturned. She finally gets sick of it because she has nothing in her life except for Jacob. And goes to the res where Jacob has a tribal tattoo, short hair, and no shirt. In the rain. This look works very well for Taylor Lautner. <laughs> Let me just say, I was so happy that the long hair was gone. I know. It was not a good wig. This is the Jacob that I remember from the movie. Exactly. And he looks very nice. Exactly. So she won't go away, and Jacob is mad at her for lying about knowing about the Cullens, because he now knows. Yeah. Um, he, she's like, did Sam do this? And he's like, Sam's trying to help me. And if you want to blame somebody, blame the Cullens. Which is the weirdest thing you could say because they're no longer there. Yeah, I know. It is weird. But he says, I promised that I wouldn't hurt you, Bella. And this is me keeping that promise. You have to go away. So once again, somebody telling her that she needs to leave for her own good. This is exactly what happened in the last movie. With I Edward. know. I know. And I, if I was Bella, I'd be really sick of that by now. <laughs> Bella feels worse than ever and goes to find the meadow from the first movie, but it's winter and the meadow is brown and dead. Instead of finding what she wants, she finds Laurent, the vampire from the last movie. He went to visit the Cullens, but the house was empty. He asks if they visit a lot and Edward shows up and says that she needs to lie. 
So he, she's really bad at lying. Uh, also, guess right, what? Because he literally bad the, at everything. The ghost of Edward literally tells her to lie, lie better. better. <laughs> I know. Even her crazy brain is like that was bad. <laughs> yeah. So Laurent came as a favor to Victoria to see if the Cullens were still protecting Bella because she wants to kill her. And Laurent's like, yeah, Victoria's going to be pretty mad at you, but I'm going to eat you instead. Yeah, like, don't worry. It'll be better because I won't drag it out. Yeah, exactly. I'm a good vampire. <laughs> this is a merciful thing. So right as he's about to kill her, giant wolves show up and chase Laurent down. Bella runs home and tells Charlie that it isn't bears but wolves in the forest killing people. She, however, has a vision of Laurent killing the wolves. She thinks that, you know, nothing can kill a vampire. They're so strong and fast. Um, Laurent's going to kill the wolves and tell Victoria that she's alone. As she's sleeping, she hears tapping on the window that night. And it's Jacob throwing rocks at her window. And he parkours up into her room. (laughs) Yeah. And says that he's sorry, but he can't explain. And that the worst part is she already knows He tells her to remember the story that he told her on the beach in the first movie about how the tribe is descended from wolves and the vampires and the cold ones. And she's like, yeah, about the cold ones. And he's like, yeah, I can see why that's all you remember from that story. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, she's terrible. Leave. Why are you here? (laughs) She says she would run away with Jacob if he wanted to, which is crazy. That's her solution for everything. Yeah. Let's run away. I'll tell my dad something. I don't care. I know. I'm a super selfish person. Doesn't matter who I'm hurting. Well, she's Friends. like, I would do that for you. So I think she was trying to not be selfish, she but in, in turn, that. she was still being selfish. But yeah, oh, and magically, she gets to run away from all of her problems in <laughs> yeah. her life as well at the same time. And continue to latch on to Jacob. Yeah, exactly. Get her emotional support. Now she's being an emotional vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that would be great, but this is not something that I can run away from. That night, she has a weird dream about wolves and Edward, and she goes to the res to see Jacob, but he's asleep. She sees his friends, Sam and and the gang, through the window and runs outside and picks a physical fight with these super cut guys. I think she's just expecting them to not fight back because she shoves him and then the guy is like overcome with anger and he can't control himself well she shoves sam but then she slaps a different one yeah i think it was more like i know that these guys aren't gonna fight back because they're like i'm a girl and these guys are so much bigger than me that they're not gonna which guess what women can still be prosecuted for assault i mean you still shouldn't hit people yeah lady (laughs) so she uh slaps one and he turns into a wolf because he gets so angry because they have anger problems when they're wolves. So what I was surprised by is Bella seems really surprised by this. Like, oh my gosh, they're werewolves. But I'm like, I thought in your dream you remembered them saying... That's what's weird oh, about this. my tribe's supposed to be descended from wolves. I'm like, I thought you figured it out. That's what's so weird about this. She even saw giant wolves and she didn't put it together. She went there just to talk to Jacob. But she, her dream... Him coming to visit her. She didn't, it didn't do anything. Because well, up until this point, I thought the reason she was so insistent to talk to Jacob is because she figured it out. That's so she what wanted I to be too. like, I figured it out. I know you're a werewolf. Let's have a talk. I thought but that too. Then she no. seemed so surprised when they, when he shifted. Yeah, he turns into a wolf and she's like, oh no, and runs back to the house. Jacob wakes up, runs 
towards her and she obviously doesn't know that Jacob's a werewolf because he's she's like run Jacob run I know I'm like Bella it was spelled out to you in dream form you should be fine exactly so Jacob runs over her turns into a wolf in midair and they get into a big old wolf fight Sam tells the others to take her to Emily's house um, while he fixes the wolf fight (laughs) yeah um her, his friends, I will say that the dialogue between all of his friends is terrible. <laughs> I know. And I think it's a combination of the script and the actors. Yeah. Well, and part of it is because um, all of the people who are cast as, like, the tribe, or yeah. certainly the wolf tribe, or yeah. the wolves, um, all had to have papers to prove that they were Native American. Uh-huh. So that really limits your casting pool. Yeah, definitely. They warn her not to stare at Emily as as they're going into the house. She's like, why would I stare? And I'm like, hey. And they just walk in. And I'm like, hey, if you're going to tell somebody to to not stare at something, you need to actually tell them what it is. Because yeah. the reason people stare is because they're surprised. Yeah. That's like saying, hey, there's going to be a surprise in this house. You're not going to not be surprised just because yeah. you were told. And they say that bo- staring at Emily bothers Sam. Although Sam's not there, so you should stare as much as you want. Until it gets there. Yeah, exactly. And what it is is she has a bunch of scars on one side of her face. So she learns a bunch of stuff about werewolves here that they have to obey their alpha's orders whether they want to or not. They can hear each other's thoughts. Which is awful. (sighs) That would put me off werewolfism. It would be so horrible. Um, Not like we can think things at each other and everyone can hear so that we can communicate in wolf form. It's like, no... You can just hear all of each other's thoughts. Yeah. That's no, nuts. It's horrible. And especially because later on, there's actually a, a girl werewolf. Oh, that's right. The The guy who she slapped apologizes to Bella for phasing into a wolf. Bella does not apologize <laughs> for slapping him. Yeah. Especially now that she knows that Sam really was trying to help. Yeah. She ran in hot on something she didn't understand. And she's like, apology accepted. <laughs> So Jacob says that they only become werewolves when vampires are around. Not like they can only phase when vampires are around, but they don't actually get the ability to be a werewolf unless the vampires are living there. Yeah, and so how long has this been going on? Because the Collins have been living there for, what, like 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if... Although that can't be true because they're supposed to be in high school, which now makes me wonder... Why like, They would never be able to pass for junior high, okay? No. So, like, passing for high schoolers, but... Why would he not be 10 years older than he's supposed to? And that's what doesn't make sense. Get better about lying about your age. Well, yeah, you wouldn't go in and be like, um, I look 35, so I'm going to say I'm 30, and then we have five years here. So yeah. That's not the, how that works. So that, uh, yeah, it, it really raises questions. It raises more questions <laughs> like than it answers. Like, it's almost like Edward was lying to her. That doesn't. And wasn't good at coming up with a lie. Yeah, right. So Bella is like, this is really bad. Like, this isn't who you are. You need to stop doing this. And he's like, I can't stop doing this. And also, what is wrong with you? You like one monster, but not the other. I'm not the right kind for you. And she thinks that they've been killing the hikers. Which I can't believe that she would think that of them. Yeah. she She's fully willing to believe that these vampires are not going to hurt her and whatever, whatever, because she's a crush on one of them. <laughs> but then her really good friend is a werewolf and she's like, you guys are murderers. I know. I'm like, you don't think that he would be outraged if he found out that it had been werewolves that were killing like his friends as werewolves killing hikers? This entire movie, she just doesn't trust Jacob at all. Yeah. 
So Jacob says, uh, no, it's what we're trying to protect you from, the vampires. And she's like, but you can't kill vampires. And he's like, really? Uh, yeah, we can. We actually did. We killed that other one. We killed Laurent. And she's like, what? I know. The stupidity of this is amazing. If they only turn into werewolves when vampires are around, why would you think that werewolves were not capable of killing vampires? Just so they can hang out with vampires. Also, these werewolves are freaking huge. They're like, enormous. You really and there think were like they six of them. Yeah, and they hunt as a pack and vampires are by themselves. Like, you really think that werewolves wouldn't be able to kill vampires? Yeah. Where is your understanding of paranormal creatures? <laughs> she didn't Google this yet, okay? So she won't know. She didn't go to a weird bookstore, <laughs> yeah. get a get a thing so she could get one phrase and then go back to Google. Yeah. Um, they've been tracking Victoria also, but they don't know why she keeps coming back. They keep chasing her out of their territory. Bella's like, oh, I know why. She wants to kill me. So now they're protecting Jacob her. has no follow-up questions to this. No. We just, we just changed scenes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for them... I mean, he also didn't have any questions about why were you talking to that evil vampire that was going to kill you in the meadow. Well, true. I feel like for them, they're like, oh, she knows vampires, so she knows all vampires, and she's just uh, involved in a bunch of stuff. We don't, we don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. That's above our pay grade. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So they're tracking Victoria through the woods. Victoria's really fast, though, and they can't catch her. She jumps off a cliff and they lose her. She's in the water now. Uh, the soundtrack to this was ridiculous. <laughs> it was a very chill soundtrack for what was a chase action scene. Bella also goes down to the cliffs at that same time. And just, she didn't plan this at all. She's alone. She's fully clothed. All she does is take off her jacket. She doesn't even take off her <laughs> shoes. I mean, people take their shoes off before they jump off bridges, but she's planning on using these shoes again, and she doesn't do that. Yeah. So she's like, well, cliff diving, I saw those guys do it. Now, let's let's just bear in mind that Jacob said that everybody else jumps from lower, and these guys were showing off, and now you know they're werewolves. Uh, yeah. So maybe you shouldn't jump from the very top, but she's like, nope, I'm going to do it. Well, yeah, because in her previous letter to Alice, she'd been like, I know what I have to do to see Edward again. I'm like, I thought we were done with this. I thought Jacob was taking care of this for you. Nope. Like, nope, I've decided again. I, I see him see. forever. Forever and always. <sighs> My gosh. Gonna start jumping out of planes. So she uh, is underwater. She All of a sudden, she's like, oh, that was great. And then she's in the water. And then she sees a huge wave rolling at her. And she's like, oh no, I'm in over my head. Now, literally. She sees Victoria underwater swimming towards her. And then she hits her head and passes out. She actually almost died. Yeah. She's so stupid. <laughs> Jacob's arm, though, reaches into the frame and grabs her. But she did, don't worry, she did manage to see Edward. Yeah. So, mission accomplished. She did not learn any lesson except yeah. to do that again. So on the beach, Jacob saves her. They do that thing where she's not breathing and he has to do CPR. And I'm like, dude, any amount of time that you're not breathing is really bad. Movies like to pretend like it's fine. They like to pretend like, oh, you aspirated water. Well, you just choke it up and it's fine. No, you have brain damage now. Yeah. That's not how that works. But he says that Harry had a heart attack. Harry was... Kind of the replacement for Jacob's dad in the last movie. I don't know why Jacob's dad wasn't around. I guess it was because they were going to be hiking through the forest looking for these wolves. Yeah. But Harry is also Native American and is covering up the wolf prints as they come along. But the vampire scared him. And even though she got chased off by the wolves, Harry had a heart attack. And he died. 
So they're driving back to Bella's house and Jacob is really warm. Because that, so that's the, also the juxtaposition in the books. It's referenced a lot. I'm sure in the movies later, it's referenced a lot. Edward's super cold because he's a vampire. Jacob is really warm all the time because he's a werewolf. Werewolves yeah. are always warm. And I feel like that's common in, in like books and stuff when, that, yeah. when there's vampires and werewolves, it's always the case. Exactly. So she's really cold because she cliff dived like an idiot and he said, she snuggles up to him in the truck. This truck ride is just one long, super gross scene of him being used by her completely. But she calls Jacob her, it's like, he's like her personal son yeah, because he's so warm. So Jacob says, also, it's dangerous for you to be around me. What if I got mad at you? The reason that Emily's face looks like that is because Sam got really mad once and he lost it around her and slashed her face. Also, so this thing where she calls him her son and she's previously called Edward her moon. This to me is the only interesting concept in Twilight and it is not explored nearly enough. (laughs) But it's this idea that because Edward was displaced in time, like that Bella should have wound up with Jacob, that Jacob is the person she was meant to be with. But because Edward was displaced in time by being a vampire, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden everything's disrupted. So she isn't with Jacob the way she should be. So they're both kind of unhappy and that, or Jacob's unhappy and she's kind of torn between the two of them. That's really interesting. I actually never thought about it that way because you're right. They really don't go into it. They address it a totally different, insane, crazy way uh, (laughs) later on. But, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. So when they get to Bella's house, Carlisle's car is there. Jacob's like, wait, are they back? Because I can't defend... I can't defend you on their territory because of the treaty. And I'm like, why would you think the Collins would hurt Bella? This was Bella's point, which I'm like, yeah. good point, Bella. Why would he think that the Collins would hurt Bella? Like, we're yeah. going to come back specifically to hurt Bella, and then we're going to leave again. Like, what was your thought process, it's Jacob? It's like leaving the back door unlocked. They knew they forgot something. <laughs> yeah. They were going to kill Bella before they left. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. So it's clear that Bella going in without him, or at all, is a betrayal of their new bond. But she goes in anyway, and Alice is there. Alice is surprised to see her alive, which makes me wonder why she went to Bella's house. Yeah. Alice saw the vision of her cliff diving and thought that she was committing suicide because you were totally alone and had all your clothes on. Yeah. She didn't tell Edward this, so Edward doesn't know. He only calls every few months. He wants to be alone. She's like sounds like somebody that is completely happy and getting over Bella the way she seems to think because she's nothing to him, which is what she thinks. So like, oh, Edward is only checking in because he wants to be alone. Well, sounds like a happy person to me. Sounds like he's doing great. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, she smells the werewolves on Bella, and Bella explains that there are werewolves now. She says that Jacob is a werewolf, and Alice freaks out. This was really unexpected to me. Because Alice, Alice is super is like, racist. <laughs> well, yeah. I will say it. She's, so she's really anti-werewolf, and we're supposed to feel like that this is because she's a vampire. But I'm like, the only reason a vampire would hate werewolves is because they kill vampires. But she herself doesn't agree with what most vampires do. So she should like the fact that there's werewolves out there killing evil vampires. Yeah, they killed Laurent. That's good. He was going to kill Bella. And they've been chasing Victoria out of the area, and she's killed five people. Yeah. 
So, so it's, it's weird. And and they've already made a treaty with the Collins that says they're not going to kill them. So, like, it's a little weird how hostile Alice is to to Jacob and all the whole concept of werewolves. Yeah, and she's just really mean. And yeah. she doesn't need to be. It she doesn't says, feel like something that that character should be doing. No, Alice is always really chill, also. Yeah. So she's like, werewolves aren't good company to keep. And Jacob walks in and is like, speak for yourself. And I was like, that (laughs) rejoinder rejoinder doesn't really work there because she made a generalization. And yeah, he came in anyway because he had to see that Bella was safe. And for his troubles, just get super duper insulted by Alice and dismissed by Bella. Must be so (laughs) difficult to have guys falling all over themselves to make sure you're happy and okay. (sighs) It's actually really hard. It's a burden that she has to deal with. Yeah. Alice says that she hadn't seen Victoria. She didn't know that Victoria was around, but she also didn't see Bella getting pulled out of the water, and she realizes that her visions are blocked by werewolves. So she can't see anything that has anything to do with the wolves. Which is actually really weird, because later in this movie, it's implied that if vampire abilities don't work on somebody it's probably because all vampire abilities don't work on somebody yeah but edward can still read jacob's thoughts i know i know it it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense in the kitchen jacob and bella are talking and as they are about to kiss someone calls and asks for charlie jacob says charlie isn't here he's arranging a funeral because he's arranging harry's funeral well guess what that was edward that's all the proof he needs to hear that Bella's dead and he's off to commit suicide. No follow-up questions. No follow-up questions. Not going to ask anybody else. I'll take Jacob's word for that. <laughs> yeah, Jacob doesn't have a vested interest in this. Why didn't he ask for Bella? <laughs> yeah. and say, Or why didn't he... Because like, I think he didn't want to, like, string Bella along, which makes Edward more thoughtful than Bella in this movie. He should have asked, like, where is Bella? Right. Again, 109... And this is how he acts. <laughs> His impulse control is terrible. He, he just rushes into very big decisions, such as suicide. But I just want to say that if he is this miserable without her, like, if he's going to kill himself as soon as she dies, and yet she's he's not going to spend any time near her in life to make sure she's okay, then he should kill probably right just now. go ahead and kill himself. Just kill like, yourself now. Yeah. You already think you're damned. You're already hating your life, and you don't want to live without her, but you're also not going to see her or keep her safe. Just kill yourself, dude. Exactly. Just... Move that timeline ahead a little bit. Yeah. And you think the only way to keep her safe is to not be in her life, but you can't hold yourself back. Like, killing yourself solves all of these problems. Right. Now, I don't want it to seem like we're big advocates of suicide, even though we've already advised two characters to do so. That's an anomaly. But I'm just saying, like, logical thought progressions. (laughs) If you're going to consider suicide, you need, I feel, to be logical about this thought process. Exactly. So Alice runs in and says that Rosalie told Edward why Alice was there. Because Rosalie, again, is the worst. And now he's going to the Volturi to kill himself. Now, I think in the book what actually happened was when Alice saw the vision of Bella that looked like she was committing suicide, Edward read Alice's mind and saw it also. Which kind of makes more sense, I think. I Um, guess because he was lurking nearby? Well, I'm not sure. I, I don't know that proximity to people that he's super connected to. Oh, like maybe he can read their minds always. Yeah, maybe the vampires. But also, I think in the in the book, Alice may not have been physically present. She may have called Bella and oh. said, 
hey, Edward thinks you're dead. Which makes way more sense. Like, talk about a time saver. Yeah, I think that I think that might have been what, that, that's at least my memory of what happened in the book. And the thing is, once she found out that Bella was alive, she kept thinking, Bella's alive, Bella's alive, Bella's alive, trying to tell him that. But he was like, whatever, you just don't want me to kill myself and wouldn't believe her. Yeah. So, anyway... Jacob's like, please don't go, and you, I'm begging you to stay with me. You know, he left you, blah, 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 all this stuff. And he's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, but I'm not going to let him kill himself over guilt. The Volturi refused to kill Edward because Michael Sheen, the head of the Volturi, says that his gift is too valuable of reading minds, even though Michael Sheen has almost the exact same gift. Also, Edward doesn't use his mind-reading ability to benefit them at all. So what do they care? They wanted him to join. And they were like, oh, you should join us if you're unhappy. I'm like, oh, that'll solve Talk problems. about a long-term planning. Like, maybe in 100 years you'll join us so we don't want you to die. I'm like, he is not doing anything useful for you. And he's not about to. So... Yeah, and they know that. It's just, I think that their laws are... Because they don't want... They don't... They view him as valuable. And... They're not going to just kill him. And they're like, you know, if you want to force our hand, that's fine. But that's what you have to do first. Yeah. Because they know that he's he's like, you know it's going to happen anyway. And they're, they're like, not without cause, though. So Bella and Alice get to the, the village in Italy. And it's a feast day for some saint. St. Marco. Yeah. And they're celebrating. Everyone's in red robes. They're celebrating the expulsion of vampires from the city. Ironic. Oh, Alice is like, I can't get close because if he reads my mind and knows I'm here, he's going to rush into it. But he'll probably, I, I guess she's, oh, she, because she's seen the future. She's like, he's going to do it at noon in this place. Yeah. So Bella runs and catches him just in time as he takes off his shirt and his pants are way too low. It's so upsetting. I know. This scene, I was like, if, oh gosh, this just killed any interest in Edward. Yeah. Just agreed. the shirtless bit. I was like, oh, with your personality <laughs> and that so chest. And, and I can't handle it. So when she gets to him and hugs him, like before he gets out into the street, she's like, You have to move, you have to move. I'm alive. And he's like, Oh, heaven. He thinks he's in heaven. Which later on becomes a clue and she, that he might, he's not totally sure that he's damned, but they didn't go into it here. That's a good point. That's... Also talking about not thinking clearly. I'm like, what did you think happened? Did you think you died? Instantly. <laughs> so in the book, I think what he says is like, oh, the Volturi are fast. And, and like, this has happened. He says something oh. like that. Like, he, he was like, oh, wow, they did that really fast. And they realized how dumb that would sound if somebody said it in a movie. So yeah. they cut it and Pretty just changed sure. it to heaven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's like, what? You're alive? And says that he couldn't live in a world where she didn't exist. And she's like, but you left. She's so surprised by this. I because know. she has the brain of a raccoon. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Raccoons are pretty smart. <laughs> uh, so she's like, oh, now I can let you go. I know you want to be without me. And I'm like, really? He killed him. was going to kill himself because you died? And you still think that he doesn't like you? What's wrong with you? You're so dumb. I know. So... She says that she believed him when he lied and left. Because he's like, you idiot. I was lying. I thought this was the best way to protect you. She's like, I thought I was being super obvious. Everyone in the world would have understood it was a lie. Because I spent all of my time previously talking about how obsessed I was with you. I know. And he 
rightly points out, and you believed me really easily. Yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, but, and basically says it's because she has no self-esteem, which is true. No, it is true. And that should be a warning signal to Edward. It should be a warning signal for both of them. But two Volturi show up and Edward's like, I won't be needing your services anymore. Thank you, gentlemen. And they're like, <laughs> uh, no, you're in trouble now because that's a human and she knows about you. Yeah. What's wrong with you? So Michael Sheen wants to talk to both of them. I'm sorry, I'm not going to learn his name. <laughs> He's just Michael Sheen. It's R.O. Well, I'm not going to call him that. Can they we also, he doesn't go. really have any lines in this movie, but also Jamie Campbell Bauer shows up in this. He's one oh, of the Oh, that's who that is. I knew he looked familiar. I, I mean, like, he might up. have a couple lines, but he doesn't really, not, he's not one of the main ones in this movie. He, he'll become more main later, but was I was just happy to see him. Was he Fanning's brother? Or was he the other Volturi? The he's, young Volturi? I don't. He's Caius. I don't, I mean, he's blonde. Like, I don't remember. Oh, I don't know their family no, connections. No, no, he's, he's blonde. So that's one of the Volturi. Yeah. Yeah. He's the young one. Okay. Anyway, uh, there, there's kind of some resistance, and then Elle Fanning shows up. She, her name is Jane, and she has scary powers, as we know from the way people react. They go see And the fact Sheen. that she talks in a whisper. She was actually really good in this part. She was. She I was liked good. her. Yeah. No, She's no. my favorite vampire in the <laughs> series so far. Agreed. Oh, man. Until you know who shows up as a vampire later. Lee Pace. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's an old grumpy Scottish hermit vampire. <laughs> oh, I love Lee Pace. Yeah. Um, so they go see Michael Sheen, and he can read with a touch every thought you've ever had. He sees that... Which feels like it should be more overwhelming to him than it is. Like, that's a lot of thoughts. Yeah, he's super old. Maybe he's just used to it. I guess. Uh, he sees that Edward can't read Bella and wants to try also. He also can't see into Bella's mind and wants everybody else to try their powers on her too, which Edward is not into because Jane's power is super duper hurting people with her mind. Jane tries and Bella is unaffected. Yes. Which Michael Sheen thinks is like the most hilarious thing that's ever happened. He's 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 sort of playing this like vampire who's a little bit too lived a little bit too long, is a little bit too whimsical and crazy. Yeah. Which I was okay with. I was no, cool I with liked this it. interpretation. Maybe at least he went a direction. Yeah. It. I'm and still like, team Jane as far as the Volturi go, but Oh same, yeah. So they're they're like, okay, well we're gonna kill Bella. Edward and Alice fight them Wrecking a bunch of super old marble. I don't know how they're going to fix that, but <laughs> that's what I was most worried about. They're about to kill Edward, and Bella freaks out and is like, no, kill me, it's dead. And Michael Sheen's like, what? <laughs> you would you would give your life for one like us? And Which says, makes it seem like, like they're actually totally cool people. They just think that humans have yeah. unjustly persecuted them. And I'm like... Why, what is this reaction? Yeah. Like, Edward said in the first movie that they're super beautiful and can attract whatever human they want as prey, so the fact that somebody should, is in love with a vampire shouldn't surprise you. No, it, it shouldn't. Yeah. It shouldn't at all. Well, they've got there's a human no, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. out there that's working for them in the hopes of being turned into a vampire. Yeah, I'm like, there's no way that you haven't played this game with humans before. Yeah, absolutely. So... He says it's too bad that Edward has no intention of changing Bella, which he has seen in his mind. But Alice says that she has seen it. She's seen Bella as a vampire, which I think she said before. Yeah, so then we get a flash of Edward and Bella running through the forest in slow motion and, like, 
what seem like they're peasant clothes. I don't know why they're dressed like that. But what's crazy is they show Bella's eyes to show that she's a vampire. Her eyes are red. Oh, are they? I didn't notice that. Why has she been drinking from humans? That's hilarious. It was so weird. (sighs) Costuming. Come on, guys. So Michael Sheen's like, okay, well, go go make your preparations and turn her. And do it fast because we don't give second chances. But he's really interested to see what Bella's power is going to be. It seems like her power is just that nothing works on her. Like, I don't know... Why would she be surprising? I mean, yeah, her power is basically the same thing that's happening now. It's that her mind is shielded. Yeah. She is shielded. Like, from maybe everything. her power will be to extend that shield to other people around her. But, like, I don't know why you would not be able to guess what her power might be. She does sort of learn to do that, yeah. But it, it takes, like, a lot of work um, for her to learn that. And then as they're leaving the vulture, they see a bunch of tourists being led on a fake tour to go be eaten. <laughs> By the, the implications of this are huge. If there I know. Were, if there were that many tourists going that missing, just, yeah, yeah, there would be news reports about in a this. tiny village. Yeah, yes, there would. That that's a terrible method of getting so, prey. Yeah. So at this point, I was really unhappy to see that the movie was not over. <laughs> I know it should have been over. <laughs> there was still more. But nope. Bella wakes up in her bed at home, and Edward's there, and he promises that he'll be there when she wakes up. Because she, like, wakes up from a nightmare, and now he's yeah. there instead of her father. Oh, no. Good. She's like, it was so easy for you to leave. And he's like, it was the hardest thing I've done in a hundred years. And I was like, oh, did you have a really sad early childhood? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie pops in, because Bella's obviously awake because she's screaming. And he, he's really mad, and he's like, don't ever do that to me again, ever. You're grounded forever. Edward is not to set foot inside that door. Because this is the second time she's done this. Yeah, exactly. She's just going to keep doing it. Maybe just stop lying to yourself and admit that you can't control her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Edward's like, oh, well, we're not breaking any rules. That came in through the window. Oh, like, so yeah. funny. Yeah, see if Charlie agrees when he finds you up there. <laughs> so Bella says... Well, once Alice changes me, you won't be able to get rid of me. And Edward says, well, she won't have to change you. There are other ways to keep the vulture in the dark. And Bella's like, uh, no. <laughs> I want to get changed. Like, I asked you in the last movie to change me. Why would you think that I still wouldn't want this? Yeah. It's been my goal since the moment we started dating. Yeah, you know that this isn't just because the vulture said I had to. That was the best thing they could have said to me. Yeah. I loved it. So, they're at the Cullens' house, and Bella has the Cullens vote on turning her? This was so dumb. This, there's no way this is how the decision should get made. Like, no, it doesn't make any sense. No. She's like, well, it only makes sense that we should vote. And I'm like, no, it no, doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. But they do anyway. So, in the yes column are Alice, Jasper, Emmett, Esme, Carlisle. And then in the no is Edward, obviously, and Rosalie. And it was kind of nice. It's the only time we see Rosalie be kind of okay. She's like, this isn't a life that I would have chosen for myself. And I wish someone had been there to vote no for me. And I was like, that's actually a huge condemnation of Carlisle right now. Yeah, I know. But Jacob would be Also, if I was Emmett, I would be kind of sad. Yeah, I would too. But nothing bothers Emmett. He's just like, right after that, he was like, I vote yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> you're a big old bear hug. Yeah, exactly. Emmett is the one I would most likely be friends with. Same. I would like to be friends with him. So she's like, well, I'll wait until after graduation and wants Edward to be the one to turn her. 
on their drive home, Jacob stops, you know, gets in front of the car and they go to talk to him in the forest because that's where you have to have conversations in this movie. Edward thanks him for keeping Bella alive when he wasn't there too. And Jacob's like, yeah, that's right. You weren't. Also, I didn't do it for you. And he's like, yeah, but thanks anyway. And also I'm not going anywhere until Bella asks me to leave. Jacob reminds him of the treaty, which is that if they ever bite a human, the truce is over. So the stakes are now pretty high on Bella getting turned. Bella says it's her choice and it should have nothing to do with them. And and that she goes up to Jacob and she's like, Jake, I love you, so please don't make me choose because it's going to be him. I'm like, you just chose. And I was like, what choosing are you talking about, though? Are you choosing, like, human or vampire? I don't, I don't understand no, what I choice she's No, I think it was saying. choosing, like, who she's going to side with or, like, be with or whatever. But, like, like but I'm like the fact that you're like, please don't make me choose because it's going to be him. And I'm like, well, you did choose. Like, you're just letting Jacob know that he now has to choose. You either yeah, have exactly. to put up with that, Edward or that not. That he has to be okay with it. Yeah, So Edward and Jacob nearly get into a fight. Jacob turns into a wolf. But Bella puts herself in the middle and says they can't hurt each other without hurting her. Deep. (laughs) I know. Wolf Jacob runs away. So Edward asks Bella to wait five years before getting turned. And she's like, no, that's too long. And he says, okay, three years. And he says, okay, my, my, my real, my one condition is that to wait until after you marry me. And that's what they end on, like, it's a cliffhanger. And I was like, well, oh, she, she like, never would have done that if it wasn't a condition. Well, and she, like, gasps. And yeah. I'm like, don't act like you guys basically Ugh. haven't already committed your entire lives to each other. Like, you are your completely obsessed with each other. Immortality to each she's other. She's going to become a vampire just so she can be with you. She Forever. basically stopped existing when you left her. Like... The fact that you want to get married to her beforehand, like, this does not seem like that big of a deal. Checks out. Yeah. Like, 100%. Of course you guys were going to get married. Right. That was the dumbest thing in the world. And and that was one of the things where it was like, okay, now you're just catering to, like, teen girl fans. Right, because I'm like, you're basically married already. Like, you yeah. haven't set your vows, but, like, you're basically, like, you've already committed to an insane life together. Like, exactly. Like, you're basically married. Ugh. So bonkers. So this movie was terrible and boring. Because also, like, the crazy stuff that happens in some of the later Twilight movies, like, hasn't happened yet. So then it was just this really long, like, angst fest with Bella. It definitely was. Punctuated by moments of me wanting to be like, what is wrong with you? Jacob is right there. Yeah, Jacob's great. Edward's the creepiest man in the entire (laughs) world. Yes. And his family's weird and they're horrible and I don't like them. And Jacob's friends seem fine. What is wrong with you? I would rather sleep next to a block of ice for my entire life. Well, I guess if she's a vampire, she won't sleep. Yeah. But still. Also, if you get with Jacob, you don't have to turn into a weird monster. Right, because werewolves age normally. Actually. Once they stop turning into werewolves or yes. something. Yeah. So they, I don't know. There's they, like a condition, but. They have to stop changing. Yeah. But like, you can live a normal mm-hmm. life with a werewolf. Yeah. Especially if they, like, moved somewhere where there were no vampires, and so he stops... Exactly. But because... Having to fight as a wolf. Yeah. But because this is a series obsessed with eternal (laughs) youth... Yeah. Werewolves can stay the same age as long as they keep changing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the progression of of Bella and Edward so far. The other movies are more interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so far it's just like a what not to do and when to extricate your teenage daughter from situations, <laughs> when to get her into therapy and de-brainwash her. <laughs> yeah. And if you see parallels to your own relationship <laughs> between Bella and Edward, you've got a problem. A yes. real problem. The budget for this movie was $50 million. That's kind of low. I know it is. But I think because a lot of it was just angsting around on Forest, And honestly, the wolf CGI was not that great. So yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. So there you go. And it made $709 million. Oh, my goodness. And it had the biggest box office for a midnight movie to date. Yeah, I bet. Oh, gosh. Wow, bigger than Star Wars? That's weird. Well, bigger before the record had been set by the second Deathly Hollows movie. Uh-huh. So bigger than that. Wow. So our next movie is possibly a little bit of a controversial one. (laughs) There are people that do not think it's terrible. And I've never seen it, so I don't know. Well, it is, so. Okay. Expect it going into it. Don't be fooled. (laughs) Okay. It's a terrible movie. Okay. Kubo and the Two Strings. Get your pitchforks ready. Yes. So that's what's next on More is More. For more of our podcast, go to moreismorepodcast.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.